0: الحمد لله رب العالمين ولعاقبه للمتقين ولا عدوان الا على الظالمين وصلى الله وسلم وبارك على اشرف الانبياء والمرسلين نبينا محمد وعلى اله واصحابه اجمعين ومن اقتدى بسنته الى يوم الدين عما بعد قال النووي في الحديث السادس من اربعين النووية الذي جمع فيها اهديث الرسول صلى الله عليه وسلم عن أبي عبد الله النعمان بن بشير رضي الله عنهما قال سمعت رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم يقول إن الحلال بين وإن الحرام بين وبينهما أمور مشتبهات لا يعلمهن كثير من الناس فمن تقى الشبهات فقد استبرأ لدينه وعرضه ومن وقع في الشبهات وقع في الحرام كالراعي يرعى حول الحما يوشك أن يقع فيه ألا وإن لكل ملك حما ألا وإن الله محارمه ألا وإن في الجسد مضغه إذا صلحت جسد كله وإذا فسدت فسد جسد كله ألا وهي القلب رواه البخاري ومسلم this uh, sixth hadith in the 40 hadith of An Nawawi Rahimullah, he mentions an authority on Abi Abdullah, Nu'man ibn Bashir. And Nu'man ibn Bashir, radiyallahu anhu, he said that I heard the Messenger, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Yaqul in al halal that verily the lawful things are clear, and yani that which has been made halal by Allah is clear. And the unlawful things are clear. Yani those things that Allah has made impermissible are clear. Between them, the halal and the haram are those two areas of doubtful matters. لَا مِنَ النَّاسِ Not many people know this. Not many people know this. Yani many people don't know. So the one who avoids these doubtful matters, these unclear matters, has safeguarded himself in his religion and his honor. But the one who في ال... في... في... في شبهات, the one who when the one who falls into these uh, uh, unclear matters, will eventually fall into that which is Haram and the similitude of this is like the shepherd who pastures around a sanctuary and just he just grazes therein and truly every king ala wa inna li kulli every king has a sanctuary hima and truly allah's sanctuary him Allah, Muharimuhu is his prohibitions; those things he has made impermissible, haram. Ala wa Inna fi fil jasadi and verily there is a morsel of a flesh. the salahat, salahat that if it's pure, then the whole. Body is pure, and if it is fasadat, either fasadat, and if it is corrupted or diseased, then the whole body is diseased. Allah wa qalb. And truly and indeed, uh, it is the heart. It is the heart that is the flesh that the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam mentioned in this amazing hadith. And Nu'man ibn Bashir radiyallahu alayhi and huma. regarding this hadith we deal with a few points insha'Allah in order to get clarification and be Allah get further understanding of uh, the Sunnah of Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi the first is the Manzilatul Hadith, the station or the status of this hadith, Ibn al Eid in his explanation of uh, and Nawwiya he said هذا الحديث أصل عظيم من أصول الشريعة that this hadith is a lofty, mighty, fundamental from the fundamentals and foundations of this legislation the legislation of Allah, this hadith this is the status in which Ibn a minute al-eid has mentioned regarding this hadith of nu'man ibn bashir radiyallahu anhuma and abu ayub uh, sorry abu dawood as-sijistani rahimullah ta'ala in his uh, ibn rajab he mentions this in his sharh of uh, forty hadith he said al-islam yaduru ala arba'ati ahadith wa dhakara minha hadha al-hadith that Islam revolves around four narrations and from the narrations that Abu Dawood mentioned is this hadith of Nu'man ibn Bashir. So this is a lofty hadith ya This hadith has high station in the religion in that which it contains of fuwa'id and benefits that is comprehensive as it relates to many affairs that are linked to the deen of Al-Islam and the sunnah of Rasul, Sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Point number two, and that is the Tarjama of al-Rawi, Tarjama rawi the bi- biography of the Rawi, ala wa huwa, al-Nu'man ibn Bashir, ibn Sa'd, ibn Tha'laba, ibn Jalis, ibn Zayd, ibn Malik, al-Ansari, and that is Nu'man, ibn Bashir, Nu'man ibn Bashir, ibn Sa'd, even Thalab. His father Bashir was a, was, was a Muslim, Muslim as Sahaba, radiyallahu anhu. And Nauman, he was born in the year Sana ethnataini, was semi amin Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, wa uddamin as Sahaba as Sibyan, Bittifaq. He was born in the second year after the hijrah of the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Um, in Mecca il Medina, his migration from Mecca to Medina. No man was born in that year, and he is uh, counted as from the youngsters, from the companions of the of Muhammad sallallahu alaihi via consensus, he's considered one of the small and younger companions of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam, as he heard and, and took hadith of the Messenger sallallahu alaihi when he was young, and. He narrated narrations of the Messenger Wasallam. And from the narrations that he narrated, the amount is 114 narrations. 114 narrations. So this is uh, something that the youth need to pay attention to. And that is, and we need to pay attention to regarding our youth. In that Nūmān is an example, رضي الله عنه, of a young student of knowledge. As he was young, when the Messenger Sallallahu came to Medina, and he is Ansari, and he was from the Ansar, Nu'man was from the Ansar, And he took hadith of the Messenger Sallallahu at a young age, as is Abdullah ibn Abbasin and likewise, Abdullah ibn Umar Anhuma and likewise Abdullah ibn Mas'ud and likewise Abdullah Ibn Zubair and likewise here Ibn Bashir And these companions their fathers were Sahabi and they were Sahabi as well. Now, nah. So Nu'man he he narrated one hundred and fourteen hadith from the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. From these narrations, Bukhari a Muslim agreed with five. Ittafaqa lahu ala khamsa. They agreed, Bukhari a Muslim, in regarding five narrations. Yani they put and placed five narration of Nu'man ibn Bashir in their authentic compilation of the hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Those five were those that they both of them put. And Imam Muslim Rahimullah, there are four narrations from the narrations of Nu'man ibn Bashir that he placed in his Sahih that Bukhari didn't place. So there are five that they agreed upon, there are four that Muslim narrated in his book and placed in his compilation of the hadith of Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam as sahihah there are four in which Bukhari did not mention in his compilation. And as for Bukhari, he mentioned only one hadith from the 114 narrations of Mu'mad ibn Bashir, one hadith that only he narrated and compiled, put in his compilation, then uh, which Muslim, Imam Muslim, did not. So that's five, four, and one. Five agreed upon, four only Muslim, and one only Al Bukhari, rahimullah. And from the students of uh, a Nu'man, Nu'man ibn Bashir, uh, عنهما, he had students. <coughs> and his students was Imam al Sha'bi and Abu al From his students were Imam al Sha'bi and Abi al from the Tabi'in. He had students from the Tabi'in as he was a young Sahabi, and he died in the last year, or the last uh, end of uh, the year 62 أَرْبَعَ وَسِتِينَ رَضِيَ اللَّهُ عَنْهُ He died in the year 64 in the year 64 so he lived رَضِيَ اللَّهُ عن, approximately 62 years he lived approximately 62 years رَضِيَ اللَّهُ عنه. Now and thalitha, the third point we're going to mention regarding this hadith is um, the, statement, وسلم, the statement of the messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in al-halal wa in al-haram That the halal is uh, clear, those affairs that are, imper- are permissible are clear And the affairs that are haram, impermissible are clear so in this hadith, يا إخوة الكرام وأخوات, فيه lil للأحكام. And that is that in this hadith, the أحكام, the rulings, have been categorized into three general categories. The first category, halalun بَيِّنٌ كُلٌّ يَعْرِفُهُ And that is that halal that is clear, that everyone understands it. Nobody Every single individual understands it. And these are the, the ashyat like clothings that are not muharrama and fruits and food that is not muharrama. Everybody, kullun ya'rifuhu. This is something which everyone knows. The second category, qismu thani haramun bayin kullun ya'rifuhu. And this is the affairs that are haram that everyone knows. And that is like a zina, fornication, drinking alcohol, eating pork, uh, shurb al-khamar, sarika, stealing, pilfering. Everyone is aware of this or these things of being impermissible. Meaning that if you were to even speak to the awam, who are not from the tulab al-ilm, students of knowledge, or not from the ulama, speak to the awam, the general people and you, talk, you tell them fornication, they know it's haram. You mention stealing, they know it's haram. You mention drinking alcohol, they know it's haram. You mention drinking pork, they know it's haram. You mention killing, they know it's haram. Haramun bayinun, kullun ya'rifuhu. It's haram. Everyone knows it. It's nothing that is difficult for one to understand. And the third category this is that which is unclear to most it's unclear they don't know whether it's haram or it's halal and the reason for this الكرام, that the individual he doesn't know that it's haram or it's halal is that he has he either has is not clear as it relates to the evidences and proofs or he doesn't have knowledge regarding how to use this dalil how to use this dalil now this brings us to point number four after mentioning the three categories of rulings that is mentioned in this hadith this brings us to nokta to and that is going to more detail, slightly more detail regarding al ishtiba fi And that is that individual has ishtibah. he's not clear as he relates to the hadith. There is a ayah, there is a verse, there is a hadith, and Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, wa He doesn't understand, he's unclear, the hadith is not clear for him. He has ishtibah. So because the hadith, he hasn't got Understand uh, full uh, recognition and or rather the understanding and so forth of this hadith, the ruling that's coming from this hadith becomes mushtabiha, becomes unclear to him. And Al-Ishtibafid Dalil is of two categories, and that is halsaha anin nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Is this hadith authentically attributed to Rasulillahi sallallahu or is it weak and inauthentic the individual has ishtiba he's unclear regarding this because if he hasn't got the ilm of al-mustalah he hasn't studied the ilm of al-mustalah he hasn't studied the ilm of al Isnad, the senad the chains of narrations, the science of hadith, which is important that we as Tulab al ilm we study mustalah hadith, we study al-Bukha, uh, uh, which Baykhuniyya, uh, we study bahith al Hadith, and we study Fatul Maghith, of Asakhawi, we study Tadzkir of Malakkin, and we study Taddeeba al-Rawi, and we study Taqrib of Al Nawawi, and we study these books on the science of hadith. So we understand when Bukhari said, Hadithun Sahih, that hadith is authentic, we know why it's authentic. And when we find a hadith that sheik Al Albani, Rahimullah Ta'ala, Da'afahu, that he made weak, we understand why it's weak because we're understanding the science of hadith and the ilm of Jahil Ta'adil, criticism and praise of particular narrators and individuals. The individual who has this unclear situation regarding the dalil because he hasn't got the understanding and the knowledge regarding the sihat al-hadith and Rasulullah He doesn't understand whether the hadith narration is authentically attributed to Rasulullah So from the word go, he has doubts. From the word go, it's unclear because he doesn't understand whether it's authentic or not. وَالثَانِيًّا هَلْ يَدُلُّ عَلَى هَذَا الْحُكُمْ أَوْ لَا يَدُلُّ And after, if even if the individual, some people have the knowledge regarding the science of hadith, regarding the science, or soul of hadith, the mustalah, nam but maybe he doesn't understand whether this authentic hadith and Rasulullah ﷺ, explicitly applies to this affair so it becomes unclear to him because he's lacking knowledge of fiqh he's lacking fiqh, he's lacking understanding of the ahkam and the rulings naam man khayran fi as the messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam he said whoever Allah wants good for he gives him fiqh in the deen So this second category, the individual does not know how to apply the hadith on Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Why? Because he hasn't studied the the usul of fiqh. He hasn't studied the foundations of fiqh. He hasn't studied qawaii fiqhiyya. He hasn't studied the fiqh sunnah. He hasn't studied the books of fiqh. He hasn't studied the books of the Hanabila. The books of the the Malikiyya, Shafi'ya, Ahnaf. He hasn't studied Al-Insaf, uh, he hasn't studied Zahra Mustaqna, he hasn't studied Barakallahu uh, uh, Fikum uh, The books of Ahkam That pertain to understanding How to apply the Dalil The proofs and the evidences Why? Because he's lacking in this So he doesn't have this understanding Of the Hadith That is authentic he hasn't got the understanding of the hadith that is authentic in order for him to apply it to the affair and to the issue at hand. So then it becomes unclear. So then it becomes unclear. وَهَذَا يَقَعَ كَثِيرًا And this, as Ibn Uthaymin, rahimullah ta'ala, he goes on and he says, And this happens a lot. فَمَا أَكْثَرَ مَا يُشْكِلُ الْحَدِيثِ هل ثبت أم لم يثبت? How often do we find a situation that we don't know whether the hadith is authentic or not, or we don't know whether this hadith applies to the ishfair or not? So here becomes here makes the individual uh, be in that category of al-mushtabihah, la yarifu. He doesn't know if this affair is halal or haram because he doesn't understand the delil. He doesn't know if it's a delil in the first place. He doesn't know if it's a delil in the first place. And he doesn't know whether it is applied to this situation because he hasn't studied books, as we mentioned before, and the likes of Al Mughni, of Ibn al Qadama, the books of fiqh that the Tulab al Ilm need to pay attention to. And Nuqtatul Khamisa, the fifth uh, point that we're going to mention regarding this hadith is uh, the statement, La nas. And that is that the majority or uh, a lot of the people do not know these affairs, these unclear affairs. And that is this mushtabihat, that they don't have knowledge regarding them. And that is a lot of people do not have knowledge regarding them. لَا يَعْلَمُ And Ibn Uthaymin, he mentions that regarding this hadith and this word in here, he said النَّاسِ The Prophet said النَّاسِ but he didn't say أَكْثَرَ النَّاسِ He said a lot of people but he didn't say most of the people. So a lot of the people don't know and a lot of the people know. The people of ilm, the ulama, they know. لَيَعْلَمُهُ أَكْثَرَ النَّاسِ He didn't say. He said لَيَعْلَمُهُنَّ كَثِيرٌ And Kathir means a lot of the people and أَكْثَر means most of the people. He said كثير. Yani a lot of the people. Meaning that a lot of the people know but he doesn't negate the fact that sorry a lot of the people don't know but he does not negate the fact that a lot of the people know yani from the ulama, From the scholars. Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said وَنَزَّلْنَا عَلَيْكَ الْكِتَابِ تِبِيَانًا لِكُلِّ shay." Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has mentioned that he has revealed to you the book, the Quran تِبِيَانًا لِكُلِّ شَيْءٍ Clarifying everything So ya ikhwati al-kiram wa akhawat The Quran and the Sunnah has clarified everything we need to worship Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala upon Basira. Everything that we need to establish ibadah is mentioned in the Quran and is mentioned in the sunnah of Rasul sallallahu alaihi Every social issue that one goes through in their lives the answers are in the book of Allah and the sunnah of the messenger sallallahu alaihi Every marital issue, marriage issue that a husband and wife goes through, the cure and the answer is in the Qur'an and in the sunnah of Rasul sallallahu Alaihi Every issue an individual has regarding their children and maybe issues regarding behavioural problems, regarding bringing up their children, is mentioned in the book of Allah and the sunnah of Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa عَلَيْكَ الْكِتَابِ لِكُلِّ revealed to you the book, the Quran, every single thing has been clarified. But yeah, the problem arises that the reason why we do not see this is because we have, we have lack of knowledge regarding to the Kitab. We lack in knowledge regarding the Quran. We lack in knowledge regarding the Sunnah. But the answers are all there. Every single problem Every single problem in this dunya. Every single affair in this dunya. Every single thing that leads to khair in this dunya. Every single affair that we need to know in this dunya. Every single affair that we need to know in the akhirah is in the book of Allah and in the sunnah of Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa Barakallahu And the only reason we don't see that is because of our lack of knowledge. shay so therefore the messenger sallallahu he said la uh, most or a lot sorry a lot of the people they do not know but a lot do know because allah has clarified the quran and those who study the book of allah and study the sunnah of the messenger sallallahu they have knowledge of this alaykal kitab we reveal to you the book clarifying everything Mujahid رحمه الله تعالى he said regarding this verse كُلُّ حَلَالٍ وَحَرَامٍ that I've clarified every halal and every haram Allah has clarified and Ibn Mas'ud رضي الله تعالى عنه he said فَإِنَّ الْقُرْآنِ and verily the Quran اجتما على كل علم النافع من خبر ما سبق and that the Quran Comprises of every single knowledge that is beneficial from that which happened before. And every beneficial knowledge of that which is to come is in the Quran. And the ruling of every single thing that is halal and permissible and every single thing that is haram. ومن إليه في أمر دنياهم ودينهم، and every single thing that the people need for the affairs of the dunya, the worldly affairs and the religious affairs، and every single thing that they need to be to sustained، every living requirement that is required by the people is mentioned in the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala this is a very comprehensive and concise statement by Abdullah ibn Mas'udin radiyallahu to Nuqtah this the sixth point that we're going to mention a statement of and this is barakallahu uh, feekum some of uh, we're going to go through some other uh, the wordings in this hadith uh, that we can reflect upon the first one is Tata uh, Shubahat, where uh, the messenger sallallahu He said that the one who stays away from those unclear matters تجنبها, He distanced himself from these unclear matters And then he says وسلم, البراء, And he's safeguarded himself Freed himself from falling into error And er Regarding his religion فِي wa Regarding to his religion, he's safeguarding his religion, yeah, he, that which is between him and Allah. Subhanahu ta'ala. Wa and his honour. So Lidinihi is for that which is required uh, between him and Allah. He's safeguarding the affairs relating to his relationship with Allah subhanahu ta'ala. Wa and his honour, this individual staying away from the doubtful man is, has, has safeguarded his honour, and that is Fima Bainahu. Wabainan nas, and that is that he has safeguarded that which is related to him and the people between him and the people. He keeps his honor by staying away from the mushtabihat. And then he said, "Sallallahu alaihi wasallam, and whoever falls into unclear matters, he will sooner or later get into the haram. why mushtabihat he's playing around with the unclear affairs and this is haram well, and this is the ria ila al-wuqo' fi haram and this is a means for him to fall into the haram by staying in or dealing with those unclear matters that are unclear to him and then his the messenger sallallahu alayhi wa he brought an example a al madroob. He brought an example, and this is from the fiqh of the dawah that we need to understand, and that is that the Messenger (ﷺ) after mentioning the hukum, after mentioning the ruling, he brings an example, the taqrib al masala, so that the individuals, the Sahaba radhiAllahu anhu, and the Ummah, will understand clearly that which is intended. He brings an example that one is aware of and one can relate to, and this is al Ibar. And uh, an example of how the da'i, the one that calls to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, should be in aiding the people to understand. He says, karra'i Like a shepherd. يعني الْإِبلِ أو The one that is a shepherd, regard who looks after go- uh, goats, or looks after sheep, or cows, or بَارَكَ اللَّهُ camels, the shepherd, يَرْعَى حَوْلَ الْحِمَعِ يعني... He he, fo- he follows the shepherd, this individual. He ho- he follows his herd of of cattle around somewhere he shouldn't be. Yani yeah, that which is not his property, because if it's not his property, and then the, his sheep and his his uh, Allah, Fikim, his cattle go into this area, they may eat from the ishab, from the grass and from the the food that is not the property of this ra'i, that is not the property. So, but if he allows his she, his cattle to go hawl hawl to go on the outskirts of that area that is not for them, that is not his property, the animals are going to be too much of a test for the animals, it's going to be too much of a test for the cattle. They're going to go and eat from that land that is not his. That is not his. So therefore he has transgressed the bounds. So by him taking his sheep close to the land that they're not supposed to touch. When the cattle sees the grass and sees the agriculture and sees the food. It would lure this cattle and yaka'afin. So this is a clear example that the Messenger sallam is mentioned, and he said, "Man wakaf Ishubahat Haram," that the one who falls into Shubahat falls into Haram, because it's like that individual who is a, the Shubahat is like that land. The, sorry, the Haram is like that land that you're not supposed to touch, and the Shubahat are those areas that are the outskirts ask- of that land. You're not sure whether it's your land or whether it's your neighbor's land or farm, part of the farm. And you allow your cattle to go in that area that you're not sure about. Then it's more than likely he's going to eat from that land that's not his. So likewise, the individual who falls and does those actions that are unclear, whether it's halal or haram. So he's on the borderline of being haram. He will indeed fall into haram. He's about to fall into it. It's more than likely he's going to fall into that haram. And another narration of the Messenger, وسلم, which is similar, another word in An-Nu'man, this is in Sahih al-Bukhari, Fi Kitab al-Buyu'. Imam Bukhari, Auradhu, Kitabil Buyur in the Book of Transaction. And Nurma and Nurman Ibn Bashir, Roddy Allah and Hume, call a call on Nabi, Salawa Ali al Halalu Bayinun, wal Haramu Bayinun, Wabaynahuma Umurun Mushtabiha, for Mantaraka may should be her Alehi, minal ethmi, canalimaster bana taatrak. Womanish Tara. على ما يشك فيه من الاثم او شك ان يواقع ما والمعاصي حمى الله من يرتع حول الحمى يوشك ان يواقعه well, He said sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in the hadith an nu'man ibn mushir radiyallahu an the prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam he said that the halal and the illegal things are are, are are clear it's obvious and in between of them are those doubtful, suspicious type of matters. And whoever forsakes those doubtful things, lest he may commit a sin, will definitely avoid it. The one who distances himself from those doubtful matters that may lead to sin will definitely avoid that which is clearly sinful and clearly illegal because he's protecting himself from falling into something where he's not sure, then uh, there's no doubt, inshallah, that the individual will stay away from that which is surely haram. And whoever indulges in these doubtful matters has the audacity to indulge in these doubtful matters, then it's more than likely he's going to go a step further and fall into the illegal haram impermissible matters and affairs and then he said sallallahu alaihi wasallam wal maasi him, allah and sins are the private pastures the hima of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and whoever pastures his sheep near it is likely to get in it at any moment is likely to transgress those bounds at any moment. This is another narration, a nu'man, another wording in man nu'man, which gives extra benefit and clarification as it relates to the wordings in the initial hadith that An nawawi rahimahullah ta'ala, he placed in this 40 hadith. Nuqtatu al-Sabi'ah, the seventh point, the statement of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, fil jasad And indeed, ala Indeed in the body is a flesh a or soul. Idha salahat or salahat salaha jasaduhu kullu wa idha fasadat fasada jasaduhu kullu ala wa al-qalb. So here the messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallama has mentioned that in the heart that in the body that there is a flesh and that is the heart. And if that heart is pure, then indeed it, the body is pure. And if the heart is corrupted, then indeed the heart is corrupt, the body is corrupted. And this shows the importance of the heart. Ibn Qayyim he said, That the Disease of the heart is when it's, the healthiness of it has gone and the steadfastness of it has gone. For verily the healthy, healthy nature of one's heart is when they have knowledge of the truth, when the heart has knowledge of the truth. And this reminds me of the statement that Allah subhanahu ta'ala mentions in his Quran regarding the heart. Where he said subhanahu ta'ala لَهُمْ قُلُوبٌ لَا يَفْقَهُونَ بِهَا وَلَهُمْ أَعْيُنُ لَا يُبْسِرُونَ بِهَا وَلَهُمْ آذَانٌ لَا يَسْمَعُونَ بِهَا أُولَٰئِكَ كَالْعَنْ عَامِ بَلْهُمْ أَضْضَلُمْ أُولَٰئِكَ هُمُ الْغَافِلُونَ Where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He said regarding the people of, who are in Jahannam, the people that are in hellfire, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect us and distance us from hellfire. Where He said, سُبْحَانَهُ لَهُمْ قُلُوبِ They have a heart. بِهَا they have a heart that they do not understand with it. Which is why Ibn Qayyim, he took from this verse and he said, "And That the pure healthiness of a heart is when it has knowledge of the truth. It has fiqh of the truth. Number one, muhibban lehu. Number two, It loves the haqq Number three, he chooses the heart, the, the haqq, against all other choices. So, this is the sihah of the heart. That the, the, the pureness or the healthiness of the heart is when it, number one, he knows the truth. The heart knows the truth. He has a qalb, He has a qalb, a heart that has fiqh and understanding and knowledge of the haqq and the truth. Number two, muhibban lah, his heart loves the truth. Muathiran lahu ala ghayrihi, his heart goes and races to the truth. In times of affliction and fitna and trials and choices, he chooses the haqq above all things. That's a sign that the heart is pure, the heart is healthy. And Ibn Qayyim rahimahullah says, فمرضه, And the sickness of the heart is as follows i either number one it has doubts regarding the haq, it doesn't have knowledge regarding the truth. Like a cattle, as the Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he said regarding the people that don't have fuq in their hearts. They are like cattle because they don't have they have shaykh, they don't have knowledge, yaqeen, they don't have certainty regarding the ilm. That's number one. And in the heart, وَإِمَّا بِإِثَارِ غَيْرِهِ عَلَيْهِ And the, the sickness of the heart is when they choose other than the truth. They choose other than the truth as the way. They select and they prefer other than the haq. The haq they do not prefer over batil. They prefer batil over the haq. And the marad of the munafiqeen, maradun shakka wa raib and he said that also the sickness of the hypocrites is the sickness of doubt. And the sickness of the sinner in their heart is the sickness of desires. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has called all of them sicknesses. Allah has called all of them sicknesses. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he said, فِي قُلُوبِهِمْ مَرَضٌ فَزَادَهُمُ اللَّهُ مَرَضًا وَلَهُمْ عَذَابٌ عَلِيمٌ بِمَا كَانُوا يكذبون. And in the hypocrites that their hearts are sick and Allah increased them in their sickness and for them is a punishment. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has called all of these affairs sicknesses and this is shows the importance of the qalb Either salahat salahat jassadu kullu, either fasadat fasadat jassadu kullo. If the heart's corrupted, akhi. If the heart is pure, Achi, Then the whole body is pure. If the heart is corrupted, then the whole body is corrupted. So we have to pay attention to our hearts and do everything that we can in seeking the ilm of this deen. The knowledge of the Qur'an and the sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam So that it may affect our hearts Lest we be, may Allah protect us from being from those That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said They have a heart that they do not have an understanding regarding it They do not accept the proofs They deny the proofs And because of this So the heart is corrupted So other parts of the limbs Like the eyes The body Other parts of the body Like the eyes And they have eyes They do not see They don't see the truth now Because their heart is sick And they have ears In which they do not hear So that's another part of the body That's been corrupted So by the by, by the corruption of the heart, they do not see the truth. By the corruption of the heart, they do not hear the truth. By the corruption of the heart, they're like an'am. Ula'ika They're like cattle. Their bodies are like cattle. Belhumaddal. In fact, they're worse. They're more deviated than the cattle. So this shows the importance, ya the al-kiram wa akhawat regarding this uh, hadith. Allah, وسلم, and that there is a flesh in the body that if it is uh, pure then the whole body is pure, and if it's corrupted, then the whole body is corrupted, and that is the heart and that is the heart now point number eight uh, we we end point number eight with some general benefits as it relates to uh, this hadith just a summary of that which we've done. The first one is that in this uh, hadith, it shows the three rulings. And I'll ask you, what are these rulings? And inshallah, you'd say that the halal is clear. And number one, haram is clear. Number two. And the third ruling is the mujtabih. And that is that which is uh, not clear to a uh, a lot of the people. Point number two. And that is that this, that there are unclear affairs. And one of the main reasons that people have this lack of clarity is due to al ishtibab al dalil And that is that they don't understand and that uh, unclear as it relates to evidences and proofs. Because our deen is built upon evidences and proofs, the dalil of the Qur'an and the sunnah of Rasulullah And that's allah ya'lamuhunna kithir min al And that's because they don't understand the dalil or first of all they do not know the authenticity of the dalil, the proof, and secondly they do not understand the proof. Benefit number three. Benefit number three and that is that and that's taken from this hadith is that it's not possible that there is an affair in the religion that everyone is ignorant regarding because the messenger وسلم, said nas. that a lot of the people don't know meaning there are others that do so there isn't an affair based upon this hadith of Rasulullah there isn't an affair that accepts that there is someone who has ilm regarding the deen in this ummah na'am. the fifth fourth benefit that we can take from this hadith al and that is encouraging the the Muslim to stay away from those unclear matters benefit number six or five that we can take from this hadith the one who falls into those doubtful matters will sooner or later fall into the Haram and the sixth benefit that we can take from this hadith, حسن تعليم النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم, was ذلك بدر بالامثال لتبيان بها المعاني المعقولة, and that is the 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 exquisite teaching and educating of Rasulullah صلى الله عليه وسلم to his Sahaba, the Ummah, by mentioning an example that is tangible, an example that is literal, physical, and that is the example of the sheep or the shepherd and his cattle and his, and his herd to an affair that is figurative or that is um, uh, um, uh, a principle. So the principle that the Messenger وسلم, mentioned regards staying away from doubtful matters. He has mentioned an example that is mahsousa, an example that is tangible, and that is the example of the shepherd and his cattle. And that shows, barakallahu Fikum the exquisite teaching of Rasulullah and this is from the way of the Quran also as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, and these are the parables and examples that we put forth to the people Allah puts parables on, to the people in order for them to increase in their understanding none understands it apart from those who have ilm apart from those who have knowledge the seventh benefit that we can take from this hadith <clears throat> the seventh benefit that we can take from this hadith and that, is, and that is and that is prevention is better than cure and that is staying away from those doubtful matters and those affairs to salil al-muharram those affairs that lead to haram as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he says and do not go near zina, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala did not say, do not just say, do not fornicate, Allah says don't go near it meaning stay away from those affairs that could lead to fornication and likewise Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions in the Quran وَلَا تَصُبُّ الَّذِينَ يَدْعُونَ مِن دُونِ اللَّهِ adwan Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said uh, in surah al-an'am and do not curse those who are worshipped other than Allah lest they curse Allah with with enmity with, without with, with, with knowledge, so Allah subhanahu wa taala has told us not to curse those idols that they worship, or that they call, they call other than Allah, so that it doesn't lead to an evil of them cursing Allah and disrespecting Allah subhanahu wa taala. And this barakallahu feikum, is the riya ila sabillahi. That this this symbol of the, the, the Alihat al mushrikeen is the riya ila sabillahi, and that is that cursing. The gods of the polytheists will lead to cur- them cursing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Even though cursing the, the idols of the mushrikeen is the haqq. haqq bi But, la, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala told us not to do that because it will lead to seb of, of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala out of enmity and knowledge. Now, and finally, we mention uh, one more benefit because of time, as it relates to this hadith, and al midar of his salah al fasad al al qalb, and that is that uh, the the reparation or the pureness of, of an individual and his corruption revolves around the heart, it revolves around the heart. So Ibn Uthaymeen ta'ala, he said, as an advice to the reader فَاتَّهِرْ قَلْبَكَ مِنَ الشِّرْكِ وَالْبِدَعِ So purify your heart from shirk and bid'ah al والحق عَلَى الْمُسْلِمِينَ وَالْبَغْدَى So purify your heart from innovations Purify your heart from shirk Associating Partners of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala And purify your heart from jealousy and enmity to the Muslims وَغَيْرِ ذَلَكَ مِنَ الْأَخْلَاقَ وَالْعَقَائِدَ المُنَافِيَ لِشَرِيَةِ and purify your heart from all of these affairs and those affairs and etiquettes that are in opposition to the legislation, this beautiful deen of Al-Islam. al al Because the heart is the foundation. And if that heart is pure, then everything else is pure with it. And if that heart is corrupted, then everything else is corrupted with it. So we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala قلوبنا, that he keeps the heart pure upon Tawheed Keeps our house pure with muhabba for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Keeps our house pure for muhabba li li, li to loving the people of the sunnah and not having hatred and enmity against the people of the sunnah because verily this will lead to further illnesses. So we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to keep us upon the sunnah and die upon that. Ameen. Wa sallallahu wa A'la محمد وعلى اله واصحابه اجمعين والحمد لله رب العالمين والسلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته